Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Listen, guys, I want to be talking today about the love of God because I really want you to know the love of God is awesome. Amen. And we've been in this, we've been in this time when we're thinking about what is love? Well, I want you to see something. Jesus makes it really clear in Revelation chapter 2. And, and he says this in Revelations 2 and Revelations 3. And some of you, some of you have also known, we're going to go read 2, 3, and 4. He said, I know thy works and thy labor, thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil, and how thou hast tried them, which say they are apostles. And you found them to be liars. Now I'm going to explain this. Is, and hast borne and hast patience for thy namesake, and you labored, and you haven't fainted. Nevertheless, I have some, something against you. You left your first love. Man, when I read that, I think that really challenged me to ask the question. If my love walk is being affected in the earth, I've probably disconnected my love, consciousness of my God. That's one of the greatest things I think we need to see. And, I, and I've been teaching this for years. Until you figure out God's love for you, you're never going to have the right love to give to people. It's really important that you really get this because I don't think we understand why we love people. We love people because God first loved us. Um, I think what happens is this. We've got to realize that sometimes we stop loving like God loves because we get to the place where it's, it's almost like it's, you can't love with agape naturally. It's a supernatural thing that God gives you the endowment of grace to do. And if you're not careful, you'll try to love people with Human love, and human love doesn't work. you got to love people and love your spouse, love your kids, love your church people, love the world. You have to love them with the love of God. Now, the love of God is different than human love. can't explain it. You have to understand principles about it. And I love John 13, 1, because I think um, John 13, 1, and we can read this. Um, this, this, this. This whole passage changed my life. It says in John 13, 1, now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hours were come, that he should depart of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And in John 13, 1, Jesus is getting ready to leave the earth. And I've said this to you guys a lot, but I want you to understand this. Um, he's getting ready to leave the earth, and as he's getting ready to leave the earth, he pulls the disciples together. And he shares with them his greatest message. And I think this is really important because, you know, some of you, I, I use this because I think of it myself. You know, if I knew these were the last hours I was going to be on the earth, what would I be saying to people? If I knew that my hour had now come for me to depart out of the earth, who would I bring around me? And most of all, what would I be telling them? I'd pull, the, I'd pull the most dearest people that I knew 
to come around me. You know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be wasting time on, on people I haven't talked to in 20 years, you know what I mean? Not to be mean, but you know what I'm saying? I'd pull the closest people to my heart and I'd get them around me. And then most of all, I would tell them what I thought, I, think, I thought about. I really seriously, when I read that, I thought about my kids. What would I be telling my kids? Getting ready to leave the earth. What would I tell the people that I love the most? What would be my message? And Jesus goes on to explain in John 13, 34, and 35, the message that he wanted them to know, the most important message that he had. A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, and that you also love one another. By this, all men shall know that you are my disciple, if you have love one for another. He leaves them with the greatest message that he could possibly leave them with. He refreshes their memory to be a person of love, because love is God and God is love. Now, I, I want you to see the, the fabric of this, because it's very important to me that you understand this. Love can be seen. Love isn't just a word and an action. Love is a physical picture you could see after someone has embraced it. But the problem with love, and I've seen this from pastoring almost 20 years, I've seen this. People don't understand it, and therefore, because they don't understand it, they don't operate in it. Now, I don't want you to be, I don't want people to walk all over you. I, I think like we use this terminology, especially in the church world and in the earth. Well, you know, God loves people. He does. But God is highly corrective of, of behaviors. God is highly um, organized in his thoughts and how he wants things done. So I don't really think like we go out there like with this aimless, like love is like a Band-Aid for humanity to make excuses. Now, I'm not, I'm not talking about the church, but, oh, you know, we're supposed to go out in the world and love everybody. Well, love is corrective. You know what I mean? Like, say, because you, you, you have a whole people group outside of the church going, well, you're supposed to be a Christian and you're supposed to walk in love, and if you, you don't, this is hateful. It's not hateful. The truth is not hateful. The truth, the truth of the matter is, you know, the truth of the matter is that if you're going to walk in love, you're going to speak the truth, but you have to speak it in love. That doesn't mean I condone your, 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 your lifestyle or I condone your way of thinking. That just means that the way I explain to you the way we think is filled with grace and kindness. You see what I'm saying? So that doesn't mean I just go slapping love band-aids on everything. Oh, it's okay. No, it's not. But we're talking about the love life of a believer. And I know that the, it's gotten skewed because when you get out in the world, it's like, oh, you know, this is, this is not, no, 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 no. I think we've made a lot of excuses for the actions in the earth and labeled it, well, you know, God's love, God's love, but God's correction. God's love is his correction because lawlessness leads to a road of destruction. So we got to lose these, this mentality like love just is like, it's like saying this, you love your kids so you don't discipline them. No, you love your kids if you discipline them. See what I'm saying? There's a difference. So now you got to understand the earth is like, it's off. So you're not going to find love, God's love out there because they got 
They got love, L-O-V-E. We have agape, God kind of love, different. Now, here's the first principle about this, and, and, and a lot, there's two kinds of love, or, um, or as Jesus would say, you got the world's love and you got God's love. Okay, so here's the thing. The number one characteristic of the Christian should be love. Now, loving like God loved is a revelation. Because what you have to get a revelation in is this, that God gave me his love, not based on my performance, but on the position he's given me as a son. So God gave me love so I can give love away. Now, I want to show you this. Natural human ability stops short here. Because I sometimes people are mean. You have a lot of stuff going on. If I'm going to love them effectively, I'm going to have to learn about the love that I received because all this is is God gave it to me so I can give it to them. Now, if you don't teach the God side, this man side's really hard, guys. It's almost impossible. Well, they were mean to me. Well, I've been mean to God. He didn't abandon me. They spoke ill of me. Well, I spoke ill of God. He didn't abandon me. See what I'm saying? We're not giving, we're not giving this love based upon, this is the, write this down, principle number one, put this in the comment. I'm not loving people based on their performance to me. I'm living, I'm living and giving love based upon the performance God gave me. Now, you can't, you got to be careful. There's a thin line here. Does that mean I stay in the abuse? No. Does that mean I stay? No. What that means is this. I'm going to love you, but I might have to separate myself from some situations because they're not healthy for me. Okay? We understand that. We're not talking about abuse and all. You guys understand. Put it in context. What I'm saying is if the guy across the street cusses you out, you're forgiven and showing love because God forgave and showed me love. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to hold uh, unforgiveness. I'm going to walk in love. Now, if somebody did something to you that's really, really not right, I could forgive you. That doesn't mean I have to stay in this situation. And that's the most important thing. But you're going to have to renew your mind in the love of God because it's not like human love. Okay? That's so important that you get that. Okay? And I love that. Jesus said, by this all men will know that you're my disciple. That means this love is physical, tangible, seeable. Lost people can see it. So that's big. So that's a character position based upon a revelation. So now I got to ask myself, am I being a person of love? Because look what it says in Romans 5 and 5. You know, in Romans 5 and 5, it says, and hope maketh not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given in you. So how is the love of God shed abroad in our hearts? It came with the Holy Ghost. Now you got to understand something, love's a fruit. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Galatians 5. So how's your love fruit look? There's a question. Examination. How does the fruit of love look in my life? Well, man, I love some people, but some people I ain't going to love. Now, here's the big thing. When Jesus said, I have loved you, I want you to go love them with the love that I gave you. Now, right there, that takes human love out of the picture. Did you remember that? 
I, well, a new command I've given you, that you love one another as I have loved you. So if you don't have a revelation of how much God loves you, you're not going to get a revelation of how much you got to go show love to people. That's a powerful statement. I want you to sit in it, meditate in it, marinate in it, get what I just said. A new commandment I give unto you, right? Okay? That you love one another as I have loved you. And this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. But what do you mean? I don't know how much God loved me. How in the world am I going to love you? So people's love walk with other people is usually based on the revelation of what they've received and their understanding of how much God loved them. Now, you better pull that in because that is deep, good stuff. So I get it. My love towards people is usually based on the revelation of how much God loved me. Yes. So how much love are you going to show others if you don't know how much God loved you? Well, obviously, the answer is not much because I'm going to hold back based upon performance because I don't understand what I received in my position. So therefore, I'm going to love you at the level you love me. That is one of the greatest things you see. I'll love you at the level you love me because I'm not getting vulnerable and you, I'm not getting hurt and none of that jazz. So I'm going to love you at the level. So you give me 20%, I'm going to give you 20%. You give me 40%, I'm going to give you 40%. But I'm not giving up ground. God's like, I loved you 100%. Now go give them 100% love. And you're thinking, you've got to be kidding me. Are you kidding me, God? He's not kidding you because Ephesians 5 and 1 <laughs> says this. It says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and had given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice unto God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Right? For a sweet-smelling Savior. Love must be learned, and if you're not teachable, you're not going to be found loving other people like God loved. In order for me and you to love as God loved, we are going to have to be a student of Jesus following and observing how he did it. Because Jesus is the epitome of love, and Jesus is revealing in his life how me and you should respond to people. You know, I heard this statement one time. Um, it, said, it said that faith... You know, and I probably got it in my, in my notes, and I'm going to read it to you. But just because the love of God is shed abroad in your heart doesn't mean you're, you and me are yielding to it. You know what I mean? Well, I got the love of God shed abroad in my heart. That doesn't mean you're yielding to it. It's a fruit of the Spirit. So that means I have to be conscious to renew, renew mind. So until you renew your mind to this new life in Christ, we got a problem. Okay. Now, I want you to pull that in. What do you mean? Because if we don't start renewing our mind to what we've been made, well, what does love look like? And we're going to get into this as we go on, okay? I want you to see this. Just because the love of God is shed abroad in your heart doesn't mean, doesn't mean you're going to yield to it, okay? Jesus learned how to love by watching his father love him. So if Jesus learned how to love by watching his father love him, how much are me and you going to learn how to love people watching as we watch how God loved us? So it's all based on a revelation. 
Here's the key. A Christian that's left on his own will never find their way to the Jesus kind of love because they're not going to be conscious of it. I'm telling you, it's the God's honest truth. A Jesus, a Jesus follower on his own is not going to be, this is why we got to teach this. It's a revelation. You will love others the way Jesus loved you, and when you love others like Jesus loved you, that will make you love like God. But until then, you ain't going to do it because there's going to be a human flair to this thing where you're going to hold it back, the shed of the shed abroad love. What's that mean? That means you could lavishly give it out. But if you if you put um, limitations on this stuff because of people's behavior, we got a problem. You your love walk is directly connected to how much you know about Jesus, and based on how much you understand his principles of love. So that's what I'm saying. So how does love act? Well, I'm glad you asked, okay? And we're going to get into all these. He talks about mimicking him, and we're going to use it. Then we're going to go look at 1 Corinthians in a little bit, and we're going to look at this. Look what it says in 1 John. Y'all know this, 1 John 4, 7, and 8, okay? Beloved, let us love one another, for love is God. So God's love. Everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, what? Knoweth not God. For God is love. That's what everybody gets. So God is found. God's number one characteristic is love. Now God is power. God is peace. God is all those byproducts. He's all the byproducts. God is power. God is peace. God is conviction. God is glory, God is might, God is bright, God is light, God is, God's everything, you know what I mean? And, and you understand what I mean by everything. He has all these components within. But if you said, you want to know the number one characteristic of God? Love. So what should be the number one characteristic of God's children? Love. That's why Jesus is so strong in this mimic me business. Act like I act. Well, we got to understand what love is. We're going to look at it, okay? John 17, 23, you're going to see this. I in them, thou in me, that they may be perfected one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. See it? He's saying, you're going to be in me, I'm going to be in you, and the world's going to see this harmony and unity of love, and then we're going to reveal it to the world and the world's going to know you're my disciple. And this is what I was going to just tell you a minute ago. Faith is responding to problems like God would, but love is treating people like God would. Man, that statement right there will change your life. I'm going to give you a minute. Faith, when the life of the believer, faith is responding to problems and circumstances like God would. But love is treating people like God would. So if God was here in the earth, is what I'm saying, if problems and circumstances showed up, he would respond to those things in faith. That's why he tells you faith in this stuff. Now he said, but watch this, but love is treating people like God would. So if God was here in the earth, he would be solving problems with faith, he'd be overcoming circumstances with faith, but God would be treating people with love. That's why it's so important for us. Okay, now 
I have a formal definition of love. Okay? Love does. So how do I know whether I'm walking in love? Love does what's most beneficial for the recipient at the moment. That's what love does. So love does what's most beneficial for the recipient, the other person, at that moment. That's what love does. Love, love, love postures itself. The definition of love is this. Joyfully choosing to take an action that promotes the welfare of another. When you, as Jesus loves, the recipient will be better off after you have loved them than before you touched their lives. I'm going to read it again. The definition of love is joyfully choosing to take an action that promotes the welfare of another. When you, as G, when you love as Jesus loves, the recipient or the other person will be better off after you love them than before you touch their lives. So basically, this is what happens. The recipient will, bet, will be better off after you've come in contact with them because you are going to respond in love. I'm telling you, because here's the reason why. How do you know this? Because everything that Jesus has done for me and you has been for our betterment. But I got news for you. Love is going to cost you. Now, this is the big kind of one-two. Love means you're going to have to go out of your way. Love means it's going to cost you something. You're going to have to surrender to the love of God, and then the love of God is going to allow you to move in the lives of others at a greater efficiency because now you're going to be walking in what God has given you, and now you're going to give it to others, and you're going to overcome it in this arena because everything God has done for me and you has been for our betterment, and it cost him. When true love is exercised, it's going to cost you something and profit someone else. In order to love as God loves, you're going to have to go out of your way, and you're going to have to basically be disturbed from the normal course of your life. Now, that's kind of wild. That's true, though. Okay? So, um... It's kind of like, you know, you know, Jesus sitting at the right hand of God just chilling out, and God's got him going to the cross. It's not, it's not convenient. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So Jesus is just sitting at the right hand of the Father going, this is great, and now I got to go to a cross? I got to go out of my way for them. I got to go die? I got to give up something for them. I got I to gotta suffer? I gotta, see what I'm saying? So it's going to cost you something to love. Now, I'm not saying you're going to get crucified. And I'm not saying you're going to get, you know, you're going to get this painful thing, but man, I'm going to have to lay down my opinion and, and sometimes you're not going to get your way and you're going to, you're going to have to, if you're going to be a person of love, you're going to have to definitely defeat pride in your life. If you're not going out of your way and if it's not costing you something, then you're not loving as he loved. Now, when I mean go out of your way, I don't mean you got to go give somebody a car ride from here to Canada. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. What I'm talking about going out of your way is in my daily life, I, if I'm going to do what's most beneficial for the other, I'm going to have to go out of my way. Now, now I know, right, because I laugh when I do this series. You're like, well, you know, Pastor Chris, I'm not that high demanding. We, we love to satisfy ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
like in a lot of things in life, I'm not trying to be mean, like we're selfish. We don't even realize it. Like, and you say, what do you mean? Like, ooh, you know, and I, I used to kid around here and be like, ooh, you know, I like what I like because that's what I like. You know, you get married, you're like, well, you know, something as stupid as toothpaste, you know? It's like, ooh, I like the blue one. And you're like, ooh, I like the aqua fresh. You know what I mean? You're like, ooh, why, you know what I mean? Why don't you just buy both of them and cut it out? It's stupid. But you know what I'm saying, right? It's like, I like what I like. I got people, like, they got a set pattern of life. Like, they like it like this, or they like it like that, or they like this, or they like that. And, like, you got to go out of your way, like, to appease these people, it feels like, right? You know, you're like, my God, why do we got to do everything the way they want to do it? Well, love goes out of its way. And I'm not talking about an imbalance that's weird, but if you're going to walk in love with people, you're going to have to go out of your way, you know? And I know you're thinking, well, why don't they walk in love with me? Good question. Maybe you should send them this CD. This is why I tell you guys uh, to share this stuff. Maybe the people that are not walking in love with you will. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of funny, though, ain't it? Like, why does it always feel like I got to be the guy to go deal with your stuff? You know, right? Ain't it true? Isn't that true, though, right? Like, you got that one person, like, ooh, I like the house. I like the house on, like, you know, the air conditioner or something. You're like, why do I, you know, you, some of you were living with this person. You know, like, ooh, I like it. Ooh, I, it's kind of cool this week, and I want it on 80. 80? He's a good God. We live in 80 all year long. Can we get a break from this mess? And then you, like, mess with the thermostat. You know what I mean? And you're like, ooh, why can't we live? And it's like, you know, is this, like, as silly as the thermostat, as a love walk? Well, if I'm preferring the other, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm tired of preferring you. Yeah, it helps chisel your character to be a person of love. How many of you know you're going to have to forgive some people? You know, I got I to gotta, I gotta check this out, right? I, I, somebody said something to me. I said, man, you have to make sure you're unoffendable in life because so many people get offended about stuff, produce, to be, produce yourself to become unoffendable, but you don't know what people said. They probably did say something to me. You have to learn how to forgive and love. So you got to understand something. Love is connected to forgiveness. Love is connected to the action sides that are, that are producing problems. Like, you know, you're going to have to walk in love. You know, you ever ask yourself, what is walking in love? Walking in love is walking in the spirit. So, like, a lot of ways you could balance your life is, would love do this? Would the love of God do this? Would the love of God say that? Would the love of God, would God, would 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 the love of God, now, like, you know what I mean? Like, now you start using it as a filter on how you're supposed to think, what you're supposed to say, what your actions are supposed to do. Now I'm filtering it through love. How many of you know love ain't going to let you go get down a street you don't need to be on? God is love. Now let's read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 11 in the Amplified. You better brace yourself. We've done this before. And I'm telling you, man, this ain't easy. All right, so love endures with patience. Stop right there. <laughs> How many want to repent now? <laughs> love what? Can't we just, bad enough, we can't even just be patient. We got to, like, be enduring in patience. Oh, I hate this. How many of you think this is a good place to clap and praise God? Shut up. You know this ain't a good place to clap and praise God. We got to work on this stuff. This is spiritual growth. Love endures with patience. Oh, my God. Couldn't you just say love is patient? Now he's got to add indoors. That sounds so dramatic, doesn't it? Like, you're going to have to endure with patience. Oh, my God. 
All right, so I got to be patient. So these are the byproduct of love. So you said love equals patience. Now, if you're not patient, you're not, you're not walking in love. As you, you're not perfected in love. That's what God wants. He's trying to perfect us in this stuff. Oh, my God. Okay, so love, patience. All right, first part of the test, I failed. <laughs> it's like I have one for one. <laughs> love endures with patience. Not only am I not patient, I'm sure not enduring it. So, okay, check that off. I got to work on my love off. Okay, love, patience, and serenity. God knows I'm not walking in that. <laughs> now, you got to ask yourself, now, a lot of you are like, my God in heaven, you know, Pastor Chris, I, 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 I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, you and me too, right? But I want you to see something, right? And I know what happens with this stuff because sometimes we get, um, we get in this thing, uh, you know, so when you get in this serenity thing, you know, and sometimes, oh, my God, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, oh, great. You know, that, that seems like um, it has a lot to do with being sincere. Um, I, I don't know about you, but you know what I mean? And I, I think what you need to understand is um, kind of like you have to get patience uh, processed. Um, is, that, is that like you have to process patience? How are you going to develop patience without being in a problem? And that and that's that's my um that's my kind of wake up call. Um Okay, so let's just say serenity means calm, right? That's a better way to put it. I don't I don't know how else to pull that off. You know, you're you're gonna be calm. Um you're okay, here, how about this one? You're gonna be uh peaceful and you're gonna be untroubled. Okay? So, okay, how you doing on being calm? Strike number two, <laughs> right? So now, how are you going to be calm? How are you going to be peaceful? How are you going to be untroubled? So that's great. So that's love. So love, love endures with patience. It's calm. So now, where am I not patient? I'm, did you know being patient is walking, working on your love walk? Did you know being calm is working on your love walk? Do you know being untroubled is working on your love walk? No, you don't know that. Stop lying. You say, so now I was like, oh, I love. Oh, okay, you love, you're patient. Love is kind. Okay, so if you're not kind, you got to go work on your love walk. Are you seeing the fruit of this stuff? So patience, calmness, untroubledness, kindness, all part of love. Well, I'm not kind to, you know, some people. How about thoughtful? Am I thoughtful? Am I thinking thoughts that are, that are towards other people, or am I just thinking thoughts that please me? I'm, just, I'm, I'm not rebuking you. I'm asking you. I'm just telling you. You see what I'm saying? How about this one? It is not jealous. Oh, my God. So you get jealous? Got to go fix your Did you know jealousy means I got to go fix my love walk? I thought jealousy is I'm just mad because God's got bigger churches than me. See, your problem is with you guys, you lie to yourself, believe your own press clippings, and then try to deny it. Me, I'm transparent with myself. I'm funny right now, so give me some likes, stars, comments. Share this stuff, right? I'm like, God, I'm a little mad. You see what I'm saying? 
But no, you're jealous, and sometimes you get jealous of other people. Did you know jealousy was like, I know some of you like, ooh, that's bad. You got to work on your love walk so you wouldn't be jealous. Isn't that good? How about envious? Envy, right? What does it mean to envy? You look at somebody else's life and say, I want that. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm going to tell you right here now, if you're watching like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous and you don't get envious, something's wrong with your head. Like, man, I want a jet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to have it. You know what I mean? I, I want, you ever watch these shows? Like, I want that. For what? I don't just say I got it and I give it away. I just want it. Right? But I got to work on my love walk. How about this one? Love does not brag. Say, all right, I got that one figured out. It's not proud or arrogant. Here we go. So some of you are running like set. You, see, you got like seven out of ten of these things are not working good in your life. You're thinking, oh, my God, you got to work on your love walk. It is not rude. Woo! Some of you people rude. You know what I'm saying? You just flat out rude. I try not to be rude. You know what I mean? But guess what? I'm probably rude sometimes. Somebody's like, yeah, you're rude to me, Pastor Chris. But get over it. Learn how to walk in love. <laughs> Come on. I'm just kidding. This is fun. This is like we got to laugh so we don't cry. Right? It's not self-seeking. Okay? It's not provoked. Oh, my God. All right, I'm cool here, but now I'm starting to get in trouble. Nor overly sensitive. I'm not too sensitive. And is not easily angered. So I got to, if, you, if you're angry, you got to fix your love walk. If you're sensitive, if you have, you got a problem with your love walk. Did you notice? Did you know being overly sensitive means you have a, a love deficiency? I'm telling you, it's true. You can prove, I'm reading it to you. Does not take into account a wrong endured. That's a tough one because a lot of stupid people out there, and I said it, and I'm not taking it back. There's a lot of people out there that are flat out rude. They're lost, man. Some of them, they're just rude. They're evil. Some of you have been in a situation ungodly. Listen, I'm not going to justify or try to identify and say you should have you went through that. Not at all. Not at all. No way. But I'm going to tell you right here now, if you do not know how to walk in love, you'll stay trapped in a moment of life forever. And you can't do that. So what? Uh, it's not, doesn't take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice in injustice, but rejoices with the truth. And when the right and truth prevail. Ooh, man, oh man. Ain't that good news? Ain't that, I'm telling you right, when right and truth prevail, my God, hallelujah. Ain't that good? That's what love does. Love bears all things regardless of what comes, believes all things. Oh, my God. Looks for the best, looks for the best in each one, hopes all things, remains steadfast during difficult times, endures all things. Without love never fails. Love never fades or comes to an end. Did you get that? That's a lot of word. But I got news for you. You know what? Love is a fruit that needs to be cultivated. Man. I'm telling you, sometimes you might not be kind, but you can get there. You might not be happy. You might not be excited about this stuff. You're like, oh, my God, Pastor Chris, help me. 
God's love is so powerful, it could change your life. Okay, so now here's what we're going to do. So I, 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 I've done this. I want you to start doing a love test. Okay, now you say, oh, God, now he's got a test. I want you to do a love test, and I want you to kind of like read 1 Corinthians 13 and go, am I really, now this is your love test, okay? Okay, am I really being patient? Am I really being thoughtful? Am I really not getting jealous? Am I not getting envious? Am I bragging? Am I arrogant? Am I rude? Am I self-seeking? Am I, am I too sensitive? Am I angered? Am I, you know, getting messed up because of counts that have been done wrong? Or somebody's hurt me or injustice or have I been rejoicing with this thing? Have I gone? Man, I'll tell you what. I got excited. You know, I told you the story. I told you the story, but I'll tell you it again because it's funny. I got, everybody, everybody was like, oh, my God, I went through this thing, and it was crazy, you know. And uh, I was walking through the season, and uh, everybody was saying all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, these people are crazy. And I was like, and then everything worked out to be, I was right. And I wanted to have a parade. I wanted to have the national Pastor Chris Day and making an event where we had a parade. And I was on the float. And I was like, just waving everybody to go, I told you so. I told you so. I told you this wasn't <laughs> And the Lord, after he rebuked me, <laughs> he's like, you're foolish. Cut it out. I mean, I was like, I awakened to the truth of understanding that I wasn't walking in love even though people were wrong. So here people were wrong. Here, people's accusations were wrong. So let's just start the picture, right? Here's people's accusations are wrong. Y'all been here. They're, what they're saying is wrong. What they're believing is wrong. What they're doing is wrong. And I'm the only one going, hey, this ain't right. And then all of a sudden, everything got corrected after a period of time, and it came out to be I was exactly right. And literally, the, 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 um, the, the recourse of the action, now, now the, it was a problem for these people's. And I was like, I was kind of happy about it. Because <laughs> I was like, good. I told you. No, they're not church people, so just chill. You know what I mean? I was like, good. I told you. Good, good. Good for you. And then all of a sudden, God's like, starts dealing with me. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Why are you dealing with me? This is, I told, he's like, no. He goes, you should not rejoice in this. Love doesn't rejoice at that. And it wasn't nothing big. It was just like a little stuff. And I was like, well, so then you don't get, a, you can't have the parade? He's like, no, you silly thing. Get a parade? You should even, you should, you should, you, should, you know what's crazy? Listen, this is really good. He said, no, you don't get a parade, you silly thing. You get to pray for those people. I said, you gotta be kidding me. Pray for these clowns? I gotta pray for them? Yeah. Because they don't really realize what their actions are doing in their life. You're more mature than that. So act like the mature one and take your spot and do what I told you. I'm going, you got to be kidding me, man. So what do I do? I prayed. And reached out. That's what God would do. See, you got to go out of your way, man. It's going to cost you. Man, I don't want to do this. Well, then sooner or later, you start understanding this. I didn't come to the earth to please men. I came to the earth to please God. See, when you try to do, and you said, did it bother you? Not in the least. I was really good at it. I think my prayers were really super effective. You want to know why? Because I got a revelation. Now I'm developed in this now. The, the early days, you know, this is what I'm talking about. This is what was going on. But this is what happened. I didn't understand this. That's why this was broken. 
I ain't loving you with no, get out of here. I'm going to love you the way you love me. I ain't giving you extra. You don't deserve extra. Come on, right? Love you? I'm going to love you the way you love me. You give me 30, I'll give you 25. You give me 80, I'll give you 70. I'm not trusting you. I'm going to get hurt if I go out on a limb. God's like, no. You love them with the love I gave you, and you won't get hurt. You'll overcome in there. You see it? Now you got to love, full capacity love. What does love look like? Well, love is kind. Love is, you see what I'm saying? So you got to start taking a love inventory because love endures long. It is patient and it's kind. Some people endure long, but they're not patient and kind while they're enduring. They endure long just because they have to. But they let everybody know while they're doing it, don't they? Sometimes, right, a hus- uh, it's like in a, in a marriage, right? Sometimes a husband puts up with a wife or a wife puts up with a husband a little bit more, but they ain't kind while this going on. You telling them every minute, oh, you didn't do this, oh, you didn't do that, oh, you didn't do this, oh, you did that, right? The God kind of love endures long and is patient, and while it's impatient, it's enduring, it's quiet. You know what I'm saying? It's not complaining, Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, right? What do you hear from people? Oh, I can't, I can't do this no more, and I can't do that no more, and I can't love that one, and I can't love you. Some of you have been in a marriage like that. Some of you are not in a marriage right now because somebody came home and said, I don't want to love you anymore. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's what happened. The love of God can make it. You see what I'm saying? That's why I tell people marriage counseling, and I'm not here knocking anybody's situation. I understand sometimes you got to move on. It's okay. Guess what? But what I'm saying, if you put the love of God there and you decide to do it, we could work it out. God's love can bear up under anything and everything without weakening and make it what? Work. Amen? So are we taking a love inventory? The love of God bears up under all of it. Amen? You're going to be able to do this thing, right? Look. Look at... Um, Look at this. The, the does not behave itself unseemingly and seeketh not its own. Therefore, the love of God operating in and through us doesn't seek its own will. Does not behave itself unseemingly and does not what? Does not seek its own. The Amplified Bible says what? God's love, love, God's love in us does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. That means divine love is not selfish. Guys, we are selfish. We're selfish, man. The first action of all of us is usually to be selfish. I want what I want. Now, I'm not a very selfish individual, as you probably are not, but you know what I'm saying. We don't even realize it, but I want what I want. You know what I mean? I want coffee the way I want my coffee. I want you. Some of you got a, you know, you got your little robe, and if you don't have your robe, oh my God. And some of you got to have your special smelly, special smelly creams you put on. And you know what I mean? It's everything's about what you got to do. And you got to, you know, ooh, I got to have my favorite kind of milk. And if I don't have my favorite creamer, ooh, I can't have this. And ooh, if I don't have that, and ooh, my car has got to have, you know, I got to have Villanoma scent or something doesn't work right in my world. And ooh, you know, and don't, don't touch the laundry bin. And ooh, I got to have it my way. And everything got to be my way, my way, my way, my way. And, you know, then you get married and all of a sudden, well, great, here comes this one. 
doing their thing the way they do their thing. And then you got kids and they're messing everything up and you don't realize how selfish you really are. I want what I want and that's how it does not. So putting others, people ahead of your own interests is a good rule to follow to see if you're walking in the God kind of love. Preference. Putting, don't see, so... Putting other people ahead of you in your own interest is a good rule to follow to see if you're walking in the God kind of love. Are we walking in natural love or are we walking in the God kind of love? Walking in the spirit is walking in the God kind of love. Too many times people walk in the natural and get selfish. No matter how much it might hurt someone else, they say this like, I got it, my own rights. I got to make sure... I'm going to make sure I get them to, but the kind of God kind of love doesn't insist on its own rights. As long as you're going to contend for your rights, you're not going to walk in the love of God. Now, I understand there's balance to this. You understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying you give up your rights, but you what? You got you to ask yourself, is this something that really needs this, or is this something that's like, hey, you know what? What's the big deal? It's not like I'm, I'm giving up my God position. And you understand what I mean by that. People get selfish. Love doesn't, love, this is big, look at this. Love, God's love, takes no account of evil done to it, pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Okay? Nobody's flesh wants to hear that. This verse contains a love thermometer. Are you touchy? Are you, are you fretful? Are you resentful? Are you always taking account of evil done to you? It's a love gauge. It's easy to find out whether you're walking in love or not by looking at your love walk in the light of these verses. As long as you take account of evil done to you, you're not walking in love. But as long as you walk in God, in the God kind of love, and stay full of the Holy Spirit, you won't take account of evil done to you. As long as you're taking account of the evil done to you, you won't be able to believe the very best in people. Have you, have you ever noticed that? Natural human love does just the opposite of God's love. It's always ready to believe the worst of people. It's always believing to expect the worst. Learn to get God's love dominant in your life. Just, just walking in the love of God would solve all the problems in your home, and it would solve all the problems in the church. In fact, it would solve all the problems in your marriages around the world. And the Bible tells you that we are to make the love of God our great aim in life. In 1 Corinthians, I want you to say 1 Corinthians 14, 1, I'm going I'm, I'm to leave this with you. For, it's, I added the scripture in. We can get it. Amplified Bible, 1 Corinthians 14, 1. I want you to listen. Pursue this love... With eagerness, make it your goal, yet earnestly desire and cultivate spiritual gifts to be used as the believer for the benefit of what? Of the, uh, of the church, but especially them that prophesy and speak the messages of God. But you said eagerly pursue and seek to acquire this love. Make it your aim. Make it your great quest. Go for it. Isn't that good news? Isn't that good Make it, pursue this love with eagerness. Make it your goal. That's what I'm leaving you with. Make the love of God your goal. You see that? We're back to the basics. Last week, we talked about how important the word of God is. Last week, we explained 
how important the word of God is to your life. This week, we're explaining how important your love walk is to your spiritual growth. Be a person of love. Don't be love deficient. Over, oh, be overboard in the love of God. And I know guys, I'm like, man, I'm gonna go out of my way. I'm gonna go out of my, don't worry about it. Whatever you step in to give to God to go into and over, God will make up the difference. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you that we become people of love. We're, we're persons of love. We have the love of God shed abroad in our heart, and we're going to share it with mankind. I'm going to understand, God, that if I learn the God side of love, well, then the man side is going to be easier. Give me a revelation of the God side of love, how much you love me, how much you blessed me, how much you cared about me, how much you gave to me, how much you forgave me, how much you Put me in this place I'm in right now so I can give it to mankind. I'm not really giving them my love. I'm giving them your love because you said to love them with the love you gave me. So I have a deposit of it in me. Now I just got to give it away. Amen. And as I yield to that ability within me, I'm going to change the people around me. So, Father, I thank you for blessing them and keeping them and giving them this revelation so they can walk in the love of God at a greater level. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Praise the Lord. Don't forget this Friday night, XO. I would say XO, XO. What's XO? Well, it's our marriage conference here at the church. Dr. Jimmy Evans and Carolyn Evans are going to be here. Marriage today, they're not going to actually be here, but we're going to simulcast them in. And praise God, you can watch it. Now, here's the thing it's going to be live in the sanctuary. We're not allowed to share it via the internet. We got to have it inside the house. So if you can come, you can come. If not, I'm pretty sure you can get it at your own home and you can watch it through their ministry. But I want you to know, I think it's a great conference. It's going to change your marriage. Amen. Now, you say, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single men, all the single men, you need to go now because if you don't get in this thing, you're going to wish to God you did later. Amen. You got to prepare for marriage. You got to be ready. And all the people that are in marriage, God knows you need to be here. Come on, somebody. Get in the house. It's going to be great. I want you to get ready for that. And then don't forget Sunday morning, 9 and 1030. I'm coming to your house. Amen. But you can come to my house. It's the house of God, 1030 Sunday morning. We're going to have a great, powerful time in the word of God. We're back in the basics. We're going to another level, and we're transforming our life. We love you, and we can't wait to see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.